0: Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola. Joining us on the remote is Jason Cross. Hello. Jason. In the studio with Lake Johnson. Hello. And the most important man in the room, our producer Dan Masuoka. Good morning, Roman. Hello, Dan. How are you doing? I'm all all right. Uh, yeah. Dan's the most important man in the room because he's checking our YouTube and Twitter feeds for your comments and questions. If you guys have anything you'd like to tell us, anything to say, Let us know in those two forums, Dan will keep an eye on us, and he'll chime in with your guys' thoughts. So uh, today, our topics are, uh, we're going to be talking about the new iOS update, Apple shortcuts. We're going to be talking about uh, the iPhone selfie cam. But first, we're going to talk about some Apple product rumors. There have been a few, I guess, kind of minor rumors that have come out. I always I always want to say unsubstantiated rumors. That sounds that's kind of redundant, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. So but uh yeah, these are the rumors about different Apple products. The one that's kind of uh making a lot of noise is this rumor that the air power is finally going to ship. It's real. So that, yeah. that it might actually happen. So for people They say
1: it's uh in being manufactured as we speak. Yeah. So they say.
0: For people who don't remember, because Apple's kind of like quietly uh, taking it away from its website, uh, AirPower was introduced, was it introduced at WWDC or was it before that? It
1: was introduced at the uh, iPhone event, not not in 2018, 2017. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: So it was before WWDC last year. When they added,
1: yeah, when they added the one with the iPhone 8 and iPhone 10 because they added wireless
2: charging. Right, and they talked about that, so right. yeah, 2017. They didn't even mention it at the yeah, yeah.
0: So, AirPower is this charging pad that Apple was supposed to come out with, and what made it unique was that it can charge three devices at once. So, theoretically, you could charge your Apple Watch, your iPhone, and your AirPods on this one device
2: when you have the wireless charging case for the AirPods. Yeah, right. along
1: with announcing it, they said, and we'll be selling a new case for your airpods that'll let them wirelessly charge yes yeah. and it'll do some fancy software thing where it shows like on your iphone screen what the charge level is of everything right while they're charging
0: yeah so this product was introduced and then it just kind of never really happened <laughs> yeah so, so and there were various rumors uh there was never any substan- There was never any confirmation by Apple as to why the product was delayed. Apple just never really said anything, and if if anything, Apple kind of uh, reduced its presence, the Air Power's presence on the Apple website. Mm-hmm. So and removed mentions of it. Although there was mentions in, of it in like the app, the iPhone product brochure mm-hmm. of the new iPhone and stuff like that. Uh, so and, and the rumor was that air power there was some difficulty in getting it to work uh getting the three devices at a time charging to work or something some people say
2: they were even setting on fire i don't know how true that is but yeah yeah apparently it requires
1: multiple layer level layers of coils of different sizes to make sure that you can charge your watch and your airpods which are small and your phone which is big and make sure you, you don't have to place it just so to get it to charge right and all that stuff. So, so it so,
2: sounds simple, but it turned out it was a lot more. Yeah, it turned out to
1: be much harder than they thought. And even though they showed it in late 2017 and said it's coming in 2018, <laughs> the year just kind of <laughs> came and went.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. And so. we
1: still, they still have never said what it's going to cost. Right.
0: Right. We 149.
1: No that's my guess. You say 149? I kind of think. Kind of with Roman, I think, kind of 169. You said yeah. Roman. I think I yeah. was
0: thinking 169. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So you know, it'll probably come out at like 199 or something like oh that, because they have to recoup all this cost that they have to that they invested into. All the into development they went into. Yeah. So that was like kind of like one of the persistent rumors that have happened. I don't know if anybody's watching is interested in Air Power. Have they been holding off on a charging pad because they want Apple's Air Power? If you have a charging pad, do which one did you get and do you like it? So, and this is one of those things that's
2: been so back and forth that I'll believe it when I see it. It's I don't even know what the truth. Truly, yes.
3: (laughs) So you guys are still on the on the side of you don't think it's
1: gonna come out, or you now think it. I believe it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I personally think it's going to come out, but I don't believe any particular rumor saying it's imminent.
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, yes. It, yeah. But it's not It'll, killed. You don't think it's killed. No, I don't think it's killed. I don't okay.
0: think it's killed. So I uh, think
2: they had to go back to the drawing board. Basically yeah. like Jason was saying. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a couple questions regarding rumors. Mm-hmm. Um cool. Tomy on YouTube is asking Will Home Apple, will HomePod get a major software update to be smarter than it is now uh and then uh post hasty is asking about airpods 2
0: so on the airpods 2 front there was a rumor that came out this morning mm.
1: i believe it was
3: yeah. Digitimes.
0: times
1: digit yeah whose track record is you yeah. know so so pretty hit and miss there right yeah.
0: right and they were saying that the new airpods 2 could come with i believe it was heart monitoring
1: they just said just, health monitoring features without saying what that is.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe uh, blood
2: pressure. I mean, that's a guess. That's not, you yeah. know, talking at my rear. Yeah, I don't know how
1: you do blood pressure in an ear, earpiece. Yeah, <laughs> that's what right. I, I was wondering. It yeah. Yeah, be, yeah. You can do heart rate, but they do that already well. Yeah. Um, temperature? Yeah, I'm not sure. You can do temperature.
2: Yeah, you can do temperature body that's temp what the doctor thing. does. Yeah.
1: You can do heart rate really well in an ear. That's part of the – there are some – Existing things that do that. But yeah. I, yeah, I don't know.
2: Extreme Ryan Reynolds voice. But why? Anyway. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's
1: supposed to be a little bit water resistant too. like not go swimming with it or anything, but resist splashes and rain and sweat, more sweat resistant. Th- those are the yeah. rumors. Um, how does it, uh,
3: how does it hold still up? still r- not
1: known whether that'll, any of this is true or mm. if really all of this is kind of, they're coming out with the wireless charging uh, case, case yeah. thing. Yeah. And then and I, that's, that's re, the real next-gen AirPods are next year or something in.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, this was for... Yeah. Well, oh, the rumor is first half of 2019. Yeah. yeah. So, before June, maybe a WWDC introduction. I still think
1: there's they're going to do a spring event this year and it's going to be all based on uh, around media stuff. It's going to be all their TV stuff and AirPods mm. and maybe those big headphones they were rumored and who knows i
2: personally would like to see improvements to the functionality like the you know adjusting the volume and stuff the health that seems like you're trying to shoehorn that in but whatever but you know how big apple is about health yeah but it's getting kind of lame at this point Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh,
0: tim cook was in that interview and talked about how, how he thought health was apple's kind of its main contribution right so yeah it's kind of it's so
1: well anybody can make uh, headphones that adjust the volume but right well i think it's
3: because if the costs keep going up the only way we can afford it is if we, healthcare insurance pays for it so right. <laughs> maybe
0: if I, I could use it my flexible spending exactly yeah yeah
1: tax deductible <laughs> yeah. um the other question was HomePod. HomePod updates. So yeah, there was sure. a
0: minor HomePod update that came out yeah. the other day. Mm-hmm. In yeah, with the other. it
1: runs iOS oddly enough. Some a weird customized version of iOS, but it's not on its own like tvOS and stuff. It's not on its own track. Mm-hmm. So every time iOS gets updated, just about every point release of iOS, HomePod gets an update.
2: And apparently and, uh, Siri wouldn't respond, so so they they fixed it. The yeah, so. there
1: was there was and the two things fixed in the latest bug fix was uh, fixes an issue that could cause HomePod to restart, mm-hmm. and made there was an issue some people had with Siri would stop listening. Mm-hmm. I never ran into any of those, but that's what was fixed. Mm-hmm. And and being that they run iOS iOS 13's development I'm sure includes new HomePod stuff. Right. If they don't split it off like the like tvOS is into its own HomePod OS, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll hear more about what's coming to HomePod in iOS 13 at WWDC.
2: Yeah. And most of the the HomePod's problems are software. I mean, yeah. the more they just keep improving that, the more they improve Siri itself. You know, it'll become a better device. But, it more but I do think
1: uh, that also gives us a little bit of a time frame, mm-hmm. uh, being that it's it's married to iOS's update release schedule. We we're not don't expect any really big HomePod improvements or changes till September. Yeah. You know, right. when it rolls out, and uh, the beta program is. Maybe, maybe not. They didn't do it last year for iOS beta on on HomePod, uh, and it could end up like Apple Watch, where it's only for devs. There's never any public beta. Yeah, we don't know.
0: Yeah, so if there's going to be a major HomePod update, it's not going to happen until if it happens this year, it will happen at the second half of this year, probably. Yeah, be. yeah, after WWDC, the developers conference. So yeah if you have a home pod and you're hoping to make it more of an assistant than a speaker, you're going to have to wait. Wow yeah yeah
2: I, I have to admit I think I did experience the Siri wouldn't respond one time because I you know I had hooked it up and I was going to try my roommate and, and show it off what it did, and it took about three times for Siri to listen to me. <laughs> and, you know that's the thing that my, the microphones and thang, thing are insane, but yeah they're listening. so good usually that's I, I have the opposite problem where it'll just randomly.
1: Say something to me thinking I was talking to it, and it was just the TV or something like that. And it's not even a TV commercial that said the magic phrase, which I'm not going to say and wake everybody's eyes up right, right now. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it would just be in the middle of some other conversation, and it'll think it heard that, and it'll just blurt out some response. And so I have the opposite problem.
0: Yeah. Uh, so some other rumors that have been kind of make it running through the mill uh there's a rumor that apple's working on a new ipad mini mm. so uh it's the ipod mini just kind of, i'm sorry ipad mini the right. ipad mini uh that apple might come out with a new one it, it's it's kind of in this weird space because Phones are so big now.
2: Yeah, I wrote an article about that saying, yeah. you, know, you know, it was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I basically said the iPhone XS Max is basically the new iPad mini. And, you know, one thing, I, one, one thing I was thinking about this morning, you do have a lot of people going away from iPhone, unfortunately, but people still like tablets, and Apple produces the best tablet, hands down. And, True. And, you know, they might, you know. And even if they don't go away from iPhone, there's a lot of people not
1: upgrading. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they're fine with their three year old phone or something and this gets them a much less expensive way to get a new fills yes. up that gap of stuff. I mean, it would certainly not everybody's buying an eleven hundred dollar phone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would buy a tablet for two ninety nine.
2: Yeah, and especially you know, it's almost like a little bit more than a Kindle, and mm-hmm. but you know, it at that size and it it does many many more, more things. So I can see the appeal of that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm certainly not of the opinion that Apple really needs a new iPad Mini, but no. there are there are definitely people who want it, you know, who are upset that they didn't it wasn't announced last right. year and and think, oh, it's so old. They really need to update this.
2: So I still think it's kind of redundant, but like you mm-hmm. said, there are many people who want one. So.
0: The pricing of it's going to be interesting because the the entry level nine point seven inch iPad is what three twenty nine. Mm-hmm. The iPad mm-hmm. Mini four is currently three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. So, it, it, what would be interesting to me is to see like would would they really make a brand new device like that that's not Face ID and everything It right. goes back to the the button and you know yeah like I I kind of feel like last spring when they uh, uh up. Refreshed the new the regular iPad that was kind of like the last time they're gonna do Home buttons and stuff on new devices and maybe not mm-hmm.
2: We you know, he um but there was an article talking about how they were you know that They might actually bring back the iPod touch and so mm-hmm. what if you know, we're talking about the iPad mini We're talking about the touch. What if it's you know, it'd mm. basically be of an iPad mini But you know, they basically see the same device for those same functions, you know um, I think mm. You know, combine them in one. You know, it'll be a little bit a little bit larger than an iPhone, but, uh, you know, iPad mini, iPad touch, it does the same thing. So, this is what you get, you know, something small like that.
3: Yeah, because I feel like it, it would fit in that market where people who game w- don't want quite an iPad size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, yeah. f- you know, and people who read. Because, like, on the airplane, you know, that kind of Kindle, you know, ish size mm-hmm. is great for people who travel. Whereas I think that, you know, that 9.7 or whatever starts to get a little bit. Just a little bit. Just big, a
1: little yeah. bit big. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Especially if you just want to read or you just want to play phone style games, you know, you don't need that big. Yeah. yeah, you know, They're great for video. Like if you're going to watch a movie or if your kid's yeah. going to watch cartoons or something for hours. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's, yeah.
3: I mean, I could if, even if it had the same price and had the exact same functionality, but was smaller. Mm-hmm. I could see people being like, "Yeah, okay, I'll, you just choose which size you want." Sure, maybe you're you're not getting the best value because you get more screen on the other one, but mm-hmm. you're like, "Well, people also pay for you know, miniaturizing things too, technically, right?" Yeah. So,
1: but I think in either case, the iPod Touch or the the iPad Mini, I think it's hard. It it'll, it'll be hard for them to put face ID in it to put that true depth module in there right. and keep the price where true. it kind of needs to be right. for those devices. Um, which begs the question about like, I is touch IDs hanging around in these sort of non phone devices for a while.
2: Yeah. I still yeah. want to explore whether, you know, how, you know, interested people actually are in face ID. I think it's wonderful, but but you know, most of the people who are naysayers have never, you know, use it that much. But uh, yeah, that's one.
1: It's I don't think people appreciate it till they have it yes, or think yeah. they need
2: it. Yeah, my exactly. mom just got an
1: iPhone 10R after hanging on to her phone for four years or something, and she she loves it, mm-hmm. but she never went out going oh I need to unlock my phone with my face. Yes. <laughs> but now that she now that she has it, it's like this is great. Yes.
0: Yeah. I feel the same. No. Uh, I I am even like still surprised at how well it works. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have my phone arms length away at a at a slightly skewed angle, thinking it won't work, and it'll work. Yes. And I'll be like, how yeah. Did it see my face. So
1: now that they added that gesture, where if it doesn't work and you get the the number pad, you can just swipe again. Yes. Yeah. Swipe up again to try it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's you forget about it. You know, yeah, right. it's, it's kind of like you just, cause you're swiping up to get to your home screen and if you're not there, you just do it again. And yeah, it doesn't work once it works the second time.
2: One thing, you know, I will also say that I have never used Apple pay so much than I have when I got face ID yeah, mm. because yeah, it was always, you know, hit or miss with touch ID and stuff. But you know, it's so simple. It's like, I find it hard
1: sp- to hold my phone so that I can put my thumb there and hold it to the Ah, register and stuff. It's much easier for me to hold it up to my face Mm -hmm. to approve it and then put my hand down like holding my phone on the sides like I normally do. Do you got? I mean, I was just thinking that
3: it'd be really cool if you could have your state ID also in like an Apple kind of, you know, PACE system where it'd be like, okay, that's actually your legit ID because like just the other day we were trying to get bottle of wine i forgot my wallet at home mm-hmm. and then my wife uh, forgot her id in another wallet mm-hmm. and so then they're like oh we need to see your id and we're like uh neither <laughs> of us have our id we have <laughs> That's ways what yeah. to looking so
0: young
1: <laughs> i think i think the level of sort of encryption and everything that they have on an iphone is sufficient for making sure that people aren't faking it, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. you can if you held it up to a terminal, you could, you could verify it well enough, but just getting the legislature to sort of approve a right. standard yeah. for, you know, rec- digitally, recognizing your ID and stuff. Yeah. Is that's the problem. I don't think that's coming anytime soon. <laughs> right. mm. no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, there was also a rumor about the, um, we were talking about the iPod Touch. There was a rumor that Apple is going to be reviving the iPod Touch. And there was also a story, I forget who was by, about a new trademark for the iPod Touch as a gaming device,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which it- I didn't actually kind of understand. I didn't understand why you needed to file it a new trademark for that particular it's, purpose yeah
1: when you apply for a trademark it's under all these different like categories of devices is that what it is? I see. and stuff like that so that because sometimes something's got the same name but for something else
0: oh, you know I we see. have
1: we have square the the, the credit payment. card swiping payment system thing but there may be a company called square that has nothing to do with that and that's okay I see. right it's not a, an infringement so among the categories for that was uh, that as a gaming device, which yeah. is legit and fine stuff. It's just not something they had done in the past. Mm-hmm. So maybe right. it, it leads to our thinking about how they're going to market it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, those are two products. The iPad mini and the iPod touch dead, at least for us, they're mm-hmm. not top of mind products. Somebody's using those products mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Apple doesn't really sales numbers on those products. So. They, they must be doing okay enough for apple to go all right we'll keep it in the product line yes. and well if, if
1: apple's big uh sales problem lately was uh people not upgrading in china uh-huh. uh, maybe mm. maybe part of this is you know shipping things without cellular while there's technology is easier uh right. in a lot more places in the world and it's also uh uh, the costs are a lot lower, which helps in a lot of the regions that they've been struggling to get people to upgrade. So maybe that's their solution. Maybe it's less about, you know, uh, all the iPhone owners in the West getting another Apple device. Maybe it's a way to get people who don't have an Apple device in a lot of these other places, giving them a more affordable option to get into the ecosystem. Right.
0: So, interesting.
3: And there are two last uh, rumor questions. Okay. Um, s- R7 YRB7 asks, "What about an SE2?" Mm-hmm. And then uh, Damon uh, on YouTube is asking about when will IMAX get upgraded to six or more core CPUs? Is that a WWDC thing?
0: Well, I think Usually. IMAX. Usually. IMAX, they've come out. They've come out the first part of the year. So uh, there was, mm. I want to say, 2016. They came out in January or something like that, which seemed odd because it was right after the holiday season. Mm. So they tend to update iMacs sometime in the first half of the year. Sometimes they'll wait as long as WWDC. But
3: that's if it's just like a, a, a like a regular you know CPU upgrade versus like a redesign, right? Because the yep that last yeah. redesign was. Do they just kind of switch off back and forth between the iMac and the iMac Pro? You know, like
1: well, almost, we don't know because they've only done the Pro once. Uh, right. Yeah, they have. There's only even the, the one iMac Pro. Yeah. It, the iMac Pro could be due for an update this year because the Xeon processors they use has a new generation coming right. this year. Um, it's a fairly minor upgrade, but it's a new...
0: I think we'll definitely see an iMac Pro at WWDC. Mm-hmm, that, that, yeah. I mean, that's the audience for, for that. And, and it's
1: maybe supposed to be the year the Mac Pro. Maybe. Yeah. Right. on is, is released. I'm as far as the it. regular yeah. iMac, I don't think they're going to go up to six cores until... Um, well... This would be the year, like those ninth, so-called ninth gen slash eighth yeah. gen Intel processors yeah. that are all the same um, Intel processors. Like those go to to six or eight cores depending on your the SKU. So, like a quiet refresh, you think?
3: Yeah, probably. I,
1: yeah, and and I think they would want to do that not before they also refresh mm. the iMac Pro because yeah. they don't want the top end regular five K iMac to outrun the lowest end iMac pro
0: right
3: so yeah so they don't always mind do outdating something and then just leaving it up there for sale either so yeah
2: going back to the iphone se i wouldn't put that off the table um mm. i i like to think that apple is kind of spreading that out a little bit you know so you know because yes it's a low cost small phone and stuff and you know, I'm usually not this cynical about Apple, but I don't think they want to have too many of those refreshed because a lot of people might want those. Yes. Yeah, but it's been a while. It's been so. a while, so this would be a good time, you know, to release something in that vein. So
1: we've heard nothing new mm-hmm. right. uh, since the rumors last right. year that I'll kind of swore one was coming, and then it nothing right. nothing appeared.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, right.
2: you know. I I do believe that you know the the way iOS works and everything it does work better with a larger screen and I think Apple doesn't want to go away with that but again I don't see them taking it entirely off the table too and it's it's a good time to put out a new one if they're going to have a, if they're going to do that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um this past weekend mm-hmm. the iPhone SE made an appearance in the Apple clearance yes. store. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and then it sold out quickly. <laughs> I don't know if that's any ind- indication of what Apple plans for the SE. Uh, you know the fact yeah, that yeah for like it, a future SE, yeah, right. The it's fact that they put on, to get on clearance to clear it out. I don't they're know. just trying to yeah. get
1: rid of the one they have. Yes. you know so, that doesn't mean they're gonna or not gonna make a new one. Right.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, that's no indication in terms of the. the I mean, future of I mean, some
1: people were saying you know if they took an iPhone if they follow the same pattern, then what they would essentially do is take an iPhone seven with an a12 in it um, and the iPhone 7s camera mm-hmm. and everything not the 7 plus and right. it would be 399 mm-hmm. like keeping the same price differential yeah. yeah as the original se was to its analog so that could be what an se2 is mm-hmm. and, a, and a regular the regular sevens and eights not the pluses those are not huge phones not by today's
0: standards yeah yeah. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of the phone, there was a story by uh, the Wall Street Journal about uh, one of Apple's suppliers, uh, talking about how they thought that Apple's going to switch to all OLED phones in uh, 2020. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that's this is a supplier just kind of like theorizing based on. Current demand and things like that. So, you know, the the XR to 10R, (laughs) which is Apple's what current, well, in the current product lineup. Mm -hmm. um, Because if you don't include the eight and the seven,
1: yeah, if you don't include the still selling last year's phones, right? That's Uh, their only LCD phone. Right,
0: it's the only LCD phone, so it could only be. I don't know if they would continue to call it the, the 10R, but that that LCD phone could only be around maybe one more year before they go go to o, all OLED. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it kind of so makes sense in the yeah. sense
1: that you know they're probably due for a real like design refresh mm-hmm. next yeah. year, like a more significant design refresh. Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: I've been using the uh, 10R because I gave my 10S Plus Max. Oh, 10S Plus 10S Max. I know. I gave it to Adam, our photographer, for, to do some camera testing. Mm-hmm. So I've been using the 10R, And um, I can't really tell a difference between the, LED, uh, the LCD and the OLED, except for an, at night. Mm-hmm. There, mm. Like, I notice a brightness difference. Okay. But otherwise, it's, you know, my eyes are horrible, too. So, <laughs> But uh, it's a nice phone. It's, it's you know, the, the screen to me looks, looks just as good as an OLED. But again, like I said, my eyes are horrible. And... So it's
1: it's quality in terms of you know contrast and color and stuff like that is really really good. Yeah. And there's an apparent difference in resolution um, between LCDs that have an RGB stripe and OLEDs that have a pentile setup. Yeah. Your your subpixel resolutions are not quite the same. Yeah. So it's not even though there's a huge difference in you know number of pixels between the iPhone 10s and the iPhone 10R, it doesn't look as big a difference as it is yeah. because you're comparing an RGB stripe to yeah. a pentile. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm surprised how good it looks.
0: Yeah. So, um, moving right along. So th- those are, you know, for January, there's actually kind of a lot of rumors right. popping up for, for just the beginning of the year. So we'll see how many of those pan out.
2: Yeah. I'd like to see a lot more pan out. So, so. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. In the meantime, though, DxO Mark is uh, this is a website that's known for its uh, smartphone camera testing, uh, and they put out these ratings that are often quoted by publications like ours and uh, third company and, and uh, smartphone manufacturers. Uh, they do mm-hmm. a lot of camera testing. Uh, Apple's always been somewhere near the top of the ratings of those of, of the camera testings but this time mm-hmm. around uh, they usually focus on the rear camera
1: yeah the, the major right. they camera. only test the rear cameras yeah. yeah
0: so but this time around they they've done some uh testing of the front camera yeah. also i call the selfie camera which i think most people call the selfie yes. camera
1: No, they do
2: too they call it the selfie. yeah they call they it, the they call selfie it camera. Camera. right yeah.
0: so and uh they came out with their ratings Got a uh, big hero okay. with people
2: with selfie stick, give you an so. idea. So.
0: <laughs> and the <laughs> and, uh, iPhone XS Max actually came in third place. Fourth place. Fourth place. Fourth place. Fourth place.
1: It's, well, it's the overall score. It's a tie between the Pixel 3 and the Note oh, 9. Oh, I see.
0: I got so it. you okay. can
1: call, call that number one and two, or you can call that one. Got it. Uh, but then it's the Xiaomi Mi Mix 3, and then it's the iPhone XS Max. And though they didn't test, they tested 12 cameras, I mean, 12 phones, and they're going to be doing the selfie score on phones from here on up. Um, But they went back, tested the 12 kind of best. Mm, And um, and it's fourth place in everything. It's overall score, photo score, and video score. It came in fourth. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And... And They' were um, talking about the you know the low light performance, you know, it doesn't yeah, that's where that it so. suffered the most. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it did the poorest compared
1: to the other top of the list. Um, but you you won't you won't see the regular tens or the ten r on there, but it they should be identical because they have the exact same yeah. you know, the module
0: uh, the for
1: the front is the same, same lenses, same sensor, same processor, everything. So, if you have a 10R and you're wondering how it performs, it's probably just
0: identical. Yeah, yeah. Um, now the camera that the iPhone's been using—how long have they? When was the last time they did any major changes to that particular selfie cam? Is it the same? Supposedly, supposedly
1: this year. Supposedly, yeah, that's what I was the, thinking it was. They was it this year?
0: It, but yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, supposedly the, the at least the RGB sensor is better in this year's True Depth module than in the iPhone 10s, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and of course, they do a lot more processing mm. yeah. because of the A12, so and that's really where you get mm. the biggest uplift,
4: right?
1: Um,
0: yeah, so I mean, Apple came in fourth, mm-hmm. you know, these kind of ratings you always kind of it's interesting to see, especially for people like us who review products and things like that. But in the real world, mm-hmm. I mean. Who cares? <laughs> I can't
1: necessarily disagree with the rankings yeah. in right. the sense of like what's top and what's second and whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but the numbers are kind of meaningless. Yeah. It's like right. a, it got an 82 out of anything. Doesn't stop at their numbers don't stop at a hundred. Right, it's eighty two watts. It's eighty two <laughs> quality know. units. Like right. I couldn't tell you the meaningful difference between an eighty two and an eighty three or anything like that. So, I w- I would urge people not to focus too much on these individual scores, but reading their reviews of the the selfie cam where they they have a ton of examples and break down exactly where it's good and where it's bad and show a lot of comparison shots and all that stuff. They're really excellent. They take a ton of shots in a ton of conditions. Um, They've changed things for this selfie score. It's not just like they're doing the same thing they do on the back camera. They take all their shots from 30 centimeters, which is like an up close selfie, Mm. 50 centimeters, which is like at the end of your arm's length selfie. And 150 or 120, I think, which is like I have a selfie stick, um, and they do group shots and single shots and different lighting conditions and different skin tones and all kinds of stuff. Um,
4: yeah.
1: backlit and not backlit and side lit, and um, it's really thorough testing and it's really good. So if you read the re- individual reviews of phones and look at all the examples. And see the individual score breakdowns. You can get a lot of really good information out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So if you make all your money uh, on Instagram, (laughs) uh, then. You know, right. the hey, thing attention. that
2: everybody talks about is the camera. You know, that, that when you know, whenever you see, you know, reviews and stuff, like Brownlee and everything, that's always what they talk about.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and it's really important for, you know, that is the feature that I think it impresses people, people more than any other feature. And I really do honestly think that Apple needs to up its phone game. And, and a lot of this stuff is just like, "Ooh, they're doing just this, this one little thing a little bit more," but people go nuts mm-hmm. for that garbage.
0: I and, mean, <laughs>
3: uh, as someone who 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 you know does do some amount of right. photography as a professional like yeah. i don't need my phone to be the best mm-hmm. because i think most like i just need to be in the top you know the right. top grouping right. so if it's in the top 5 best phones it's, it's going to be phone. it's going to be very take very good photos right. and at mm-hmm. that point it's going to be about the skill of the photographer exactly. and yes. the composition that you know the small differences doesn't doesn't matter to me so like i don't care that it's it's third place mm-hmm. or it's yeah. fourth place right, it's right. like that's whatever that's not going to make my photo better compared to you know
0: right that, that's that's yeah. a good point because th- i mean this, this, this is a mature product set yeah. right this is a mature product set we're not back in the day i remember back in the day when digital cameras first came out and there was a wide discrepancy between first and second place because yes. the, because the technology was young and evolving The technology now is a little more mature, Uh if if not mature, and so the differences between first and fifth place, like as you say, not not that they're marginal or inconsequential, but they're manageable, and you know the. Overall, the images are, are still quite very good. so yeah, yeah. but I still yeah.
2: see a lot of people on Twitter that talk about how they switched over to a pixel from an iPhone and ooh, look at my selfie in this dark Uber and stuff And they you know, months later, they're still not tired of doing that. So Well, I,
3: I, I will say you know on that point, is I do want people to care about how close they are and that they want first place versus second place, yes. because yeah. then it forces everyone to get better. Yeah. You know, it forces the whole, you know, industry to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep one-upping and pushing the limits of of you know, the phone camera yeah. so that the whole group, everyone gets better. So with that, that I do care about.
1: And I think Apple really does take it seriously. They do do try to make the best camera they can every year. They yeah. made a, a huge improvement this year that comes mostly from doing better computational photography, not from a massive improvement in the sensors or anything. So. Um, yeah I mean I as long as it's still in that top three and there's no standout feature um, but it's worth mentioning that DXO mark is really only testing results mm-hmm. they are not they there's nothing in any of their ratings or testing about the picture taking experience so they're not concerned with interface speed you know the the number of different features you have they're just going like when we took this picture how did the quality the final shot come out yeah, yeah. So, and all those other things do matter, too.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think, in particular, for Macworld's audience, I, I don't think our readers are, you know, even entertaining the thought of switching to, like, a Pixel 3. I've been know? shocked
2: by how many people have so, switched, honestly. But yeah.
0: in our re- But our readership is, you know, dedicated to Apple products. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think...
2: And honestly, yeah, I don't, don't I mean, to
1: too, we're going to look at sales data and we're going to find out that the Pixel 3 didn't sell hardly any because you can only get it at Verizon and right. <laughs> or direct it's from so Google. Limited. And that's not how people buy phones. And when you look at the big picture and not the bubble of tech enthusiasts that we live in, mm-hmm. not a lot of people are lining up for it. Yeah. But still, uh, you know, I want, I want Apple to have something like their night site only
0: better
2: right i want there to be year. no question right. that's what i want yeah and that's yeah.
0: yeah yeah i mean there's definitely a lot of cues that apple can take from from the pixel 3 that hopefully sure. they and they do i mean yeah. this
1: but then but then google comes out in october right. with their next phone <laughs> and ahead, the fight, yeah. the fight goes on right so yeah, I'm with Dan. As long as as long as they're all trying to be number one, and it's making big improvements for all the best, you know, yeah. whether that's Samsung's top end phones or the Pixel or the iPhone, Huawei.
0: Right. Yeah. Speaking of uh trying to trying to be the best, trying to, and always improving. So, uh, Apple recently uh, released uh, its Shortcuts app. Uh, and for people who don't know, shortcuts is a way to kind of like put together, I want to tr- try and put this in... in it's the almost automator. On. Yeah, yeah see, I was trying to iPhone. trying to be even more simplified than that. Like it is, It's a, a, a way little... to like put it, steps together to do certain tasks on your iPhone. Yes, Does that make sense? It, mm-hmm. So I I was trying to avoid using like scripting terms and automator and things like that. That's the
2: problem. It's It's kind of <laughs> hard to avoid it. That's the whole problem. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, and... And one of the things that, uh, one of the reasons why they came out or one of the things that it was targeted at was that you can use it to create Siri shortcuts Mm -hmm. and thereby maybe even use it, you know, that way it's a one way to improve Siri and its functionality. So, yeah and instead of
2: having you know it was kind of like instead of having to wait on Apple to do it you know it was like wow we're putting the power to improve Siri in the palm of your hands yeah. and uh, and it sounds like it's such a dream you know I can do that but in reality the really the good ones the really good shortcuts take a lot of programming knowledge and stuff and if you look you know every time you use a shortcut you actually get to see the steps that it takes and some of them go on for like 30 seconds of scrolling. They're that complex. So like I said in the article recently, this is not something your grandma is probably going to be able to figure (laughs) out how to do. And it would be fine if they made it easy to find all these other people's awesome shortcuts. Yes. But they don't. The problem, <laughs> yeah. okay, so you go into the Shortcuts app, and you'll have a gallery there, and those mm-hmm. are the ones that Apple chose. They're okay. That's just, they're okay. They go to the mm-hmm. really cool ones, though. It's kind of like Jason said. You have to go on Reddit. On the um, You have to go to the Shortcuts subreddit. You have to go to Routine Hub. You have to go to Shortcuts Gallery. These are all other websites. Some of them are, you know, uh, Federico Vitici of Mac Stories does some amazing Shortcuts shortcuts um and uh it's but you have to go it's like i said in the article it's like Looking or trying to find stuff on like GeoCities pages in the 90s and stuff. It's not you know This is 2019. It shouldn't be yeah. this hard to find this stuff We should be you able to find look-
1: it online. It's easy then you can there'll be a link yes, and if you're on your phone yeah. You'll it'll open it in the shortcuts app and you can hit add and it's yours Yes, and then you exactly. don't have to know how to program anything or something But why do I have to go out to the wild west of the web to find these things?
2: And that's a good okay. point if you're not aware of that. Yeah, it is really easy to install them if you have the link but yeah, yeah. it's... That, that is beautiful. And, oh, and, you know, another thing that a lot of people don't know, a lot, I, even now, Apple doesn't make it too clear that you can add the shortcuts as, like, icons on your home screen. Yeah. But it's kind of hidden in, you know, one of the options of the shortcuts. As a matter of fact, I probably need to do a how-to about that. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, but yeah, so you can you can put a shortcut so it's, it looks like a regular app on your home screen, or you can put it in one of those little folders. That's really convenient. Mm-hmm. It's but- there. It's, the, it's in the share menu.
1: You can, uh, if you'd like the today view on your widgets, there's... You can make a. There's a shortcuts widget that will have your. You can put individual shortcuts in there. So there's plenty of ways to
2: get to them that are not all obvious. the The problem is, is you know, there are a lot of good ideas here. It is useful, but it's mm-hmm. so it's not useful to use the app. And what I am kind of hoping is that the shortcuts app, as we see it, is kind of like Apple is testing it. You know, putting it in the wild and stuff, and see. And so you know, when the next you know version of iOS comes out, it'll be so much better it'll be better integrated i mean you it's not even one of the pre-installed apps you have to yeah. go install shortcuts from the app store and so if you don't know about it already you're not going to know to put it on your phone yeah right so they give everybody a compass but not <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but not the shortcuts app
1: yeah so i don't i don't know any sort of regular user who's not sort of within our little tech Bubble, you know, or family members or anything who use the shortcuts, they haven't really aware of it. They're not aware. If they are aware, they're not interested. You know, they don't understand what it can do for them. So yeah, it's they really need to do a much better job of getting this to be a populist movement for shortcuts.
2: And right now, I'm redoing, um, you know, I, we I, when I originally wrote my Best Shortcuts app, the app was very new. People were still trying to figure out what the app could do and stuff. And now I look at yeah. that list, and I was like, wow, these are awful. Um, so I'm replacing it, and I'm putting some new ones in there right now that are more useful. But, you know, yesterday, I thought I was going to be done with this yesterday. When I actually try to use them, a lot of them don't do exactly what I wanted, or they're overly complicated. You know, mm-hmm. it sounds good in the description, but once you actually use it, it's like, eh. So, you know, that's, you know, there, there is the other problem of, you know, having the user submitted things. But I wish there was a way, you know, that Apple could include them so we could see them and, you know, v- vote the ones that are the most popular, and which wouldn't probably mean that they work the best. Yeah, but.
1: vote. You have the same rating scheme you do in the, in the app store or yes. something, some sort of method.
2: It, it it is a very I see shortcuts as a very non Apple product, and that it's ridiculously hard to use. It's hard hard to find it. it it's you know nothing is very little about it is, is intuitive. Yeah. And I mean, I feel
1: it's impressively easy to use for what it does. That's true, right? But it's not easy enough to use, or um, or easy enough to sort of find what you need, even if you don't want to program your own stuff for your hundreds of millions of iPhone owners out there. It's not Apple easy.
2: That's the best yeah. way I can put it. Yes. Yeah, and pe- it, is, anyone and watching it is a program
0: l- they bought, right? What's that? I oh, was just wondering if anybody listening or watching has any experience with shortcuts. Let us know what they, what they thought. Yeah, I would definitely it. like to know that so, too. Yeah. So. Um, there's
3: a one comment, Mike Taylor was saying a shortcut store. A shortcut
0: store. Yeah, yeah that, that's see?
3: kind of what we
2: mean is a place yeah. where you can, you know, uh, one of the things I put in the art- article, you know, it's not quite the same thing, but like Alexa Skills, you know, they have a, here's the trending ones, you know, so even though those aren't necessarily the most popular of all time, they're what people are interested in right now. Here are the top ones, and here, if you don't trust other people's stuff, here are the ones our editors pick, you know, and so it's nicely categorized that way, which, you know, Apple does have, you know, here's our curated picks, but, you know... This you know Amazon, which is big part of its success, knows you know to let the users decide too, which is uh, important, so it, yeah. it's kind of like both sides of the coin that gallery search should just include every
1: it should include all the shortcuts that anybody has made have made public, yes you know,
2: and it doesn't but don't break the phone <laughs> that that's I, I'm what I'm pretty sure they're worried about
0: <laughs> yeah, so. well I think app uh shortcuts is very much an apple product in in the sense that It's similar to like Automator on the Mac, Mm -hmm. so but it's a product that's kind of targeted at experienced users, knowledgeable users, people with a certain amount of experience in a certain maybe scripting kind of background. Mm -hmm. So, which is what I I, on our on our Facebook page somebody made that comment and said, you know, well yeah, you know this shortcuts is like Automator. It's it's not it's not meant to be for everyone. Which I think is the problem because when Shortcuts was presented, it was almost, it wasn't made, they didn't say it verbatim, but it was almost presented as here's how Siri is going to get better to compete with the digital assistants from Amazon and from Google.
2: I would like to add some nuance to that. It is an app for everyone, but it's an app for everyone to use. It is not really an app for everyone to make their own shortcuts yeah it's like the one
1: percent will make shortcuts and the 99 percent just use what they find which is fine Mm -hmm. that's they'd be fine if they didn't made that experience better yes i mean this is this is an app they bought they bought workflow right Mm -hmm. and they literally they literally changed workflow to shortcuts in in the in the app store and it's it's workflow with access to some of the system functions that it didn't have as a third-party app and the ability to make your custom Siri phrase to it Yes. To, to all the things that you've you've made, if you want. So you know, I just yeah, it's one of those things that I think in iOS thirteen, I really hope mm-hmm. to see it get a lot better. Not just more powerful for power users, but I really hope they do a lot to make it easier for people who have no idea what it is or what they're doing mm-hmm. to find the shortcuts that they find useful and that they love. Yeah. It could be a real differentiator. It's definitely the kind of thing you don't see on these Android phones. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, And I also want to make a point, you know, in my article about ways to improve it. I did not re- really, I mean, I, you know, devoted like a line, but it was not a major heading about making it actually easier to use in tutorial videos. I was mm-hmm. focusing on the user experience of downloading it to what, like Jason said, the 99% yep. of us will see. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah so Life has an article on seven ways Apple could improve the iPhone shortcuts app. It's on our website. It's also in our show notes for the podcast. If you want to take a look at that, uh, some uh, some good stuff there. So, um, and finally, uh, Apple yesterday released a bunch of updates. Most notably, Apple released iOS twelve point one point three. Apple also released uh, updates to Mac OS and tvOS. and what am I missing? I think that is that it. That's a, it. A, <laughs> that's a, HomePod home pod gets home, iOS. Right, yeah, we I talked about, about HomePod. Earlier, that's what I was going to say. Yes. HomePod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and, and the update was is relatively minor in terms of like there's no major features being introduced. Yes, super minor. Yeah. Yes. So a, a uh, couple
1: of it, it's a few very narrow. Bug fixes. Yeah. Some CarPlay disconnect issue, which I didn't see. They're like some models. These are all things that affect some people, but not all, right? Yeah. Right. Some striped artifacts after you share a photo with the share sheet. Like just, you know, weird, weird individual tiny little bugs that some percent of people run into. Yeah. You should get it. Have your iPhone up to date, but. Yeah, totally.
0: On the Mac side, it was mostly enterprise based. Updates Mm -hmm. and then some security updates, which are always important. Yeah, there's always security stuff. Yeah, Yeah, there's always security stuff. So that's that's the main reason why you want to update your Mac because of the security stuff. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but nothing major there. But Mm -hmm. you know, it's always good to have your Mac up to date. There's a lot of
1: speculation about whether there will be a 2.2 or not, Um, because they've kind of delivered on all the stuff they announced in I when they announced iOS 12. Mm You know all the all the features na- by now are out. Yeah. You know, they, they we were waiting on the ECG and Apple Watch and some other little things, but they're all there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the updating of Apple Maps throughout the rest of the country over the course of the year—I don't think that requires an app update at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's I, they could be they could be done until iOS <laughs> <I was> thirteen <laughs> yeah. outside outside of other you know point releases like this that just do bug fixes. So it may be at 2.1.6 by, by iOS 13 right. comes out, but it that could be that could be it. Yeah. And if they do a 2.2, it's really unknown what you know, when they do a, a, a jump of that first decimal, it's usually cuz there's user-facing features that have changed or are new.
4: Yeah.
1: And if they do something like that, that would probably be because They're doing an update to the TV app for the new TV service or something like that. Something
2: that we don't know about yet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Leif.
2: I was just going to say, yeah, because, you know, it is so clean at this point because that was, you know, what iOS 12 was supposedly aimed at was, you know, cleaning up the iOS, cleaning up the OS, making it, you know, a little bit more bug-free and stuff. So I'm really hoping that we see some cool stuff of iOS 13, you know, that, mm-hmm. that really knocks our socks off again. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to, along with a Mac Pro and everything else. So I'm hoping it'll be a good year for
0: Apple. Yeah. Yeah, so before you run the updaters, back up your device. It's always a good idea to back it up. And I then go ahead and run the installer. It takes a, it takes a few minutes to run the installation. So, uh, but yeah, there are probably some changes in those uh, that'll help your devices run a little better. So, I think that's going to about do it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, mm-hmm. episode 637. I'd like to thank Jason, Jason on the remote. Thanks for joining us, Jason. Thank you. I'd like to thank Leif.
2: Thank you, Roman.
0: And Dan.
2: You're welcome.
0: I'd like to thank you. the audience, thanks for joining us. Join us next week. Uh, we're usually 10 o'clock on Wednesday, specific time. Uh, if there's any change in the time, we'll post it on our website. We also post the topics uh, usually the Tuesday before the show uh, on what we're going to talk about. If there's something you'd like us to talk about, let us know on Twitter. Or on uh, Facebook, we're still on Facebook, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's Google Plus that we're no, no Google Plus no yes. longer exists. So. But, yeah, um, they're
1: they're about to shut it down. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're giving up too.
0: So, but yeah, if there's something you'd like us to talk about, let us know. So, but uh, join us. We're live on YouTube and on Twitter, and we'll this uh, podcast will be reposted to our website later in the day. So, thank you for joining us. See you next week.